What's up, family? This is the Just Breathe podcast, and I am April Love, personal brand success coach, entrepreneur, and now your new best friend. Just Breathe is all about all things you, taking your personal life to the next level. I know that it's sometimes hard to even catch your breath on a day-to-day basis, but we're going to inhale, exhale, and just breathe. So today, I'm so honored to have this guest. I've known her since I've been in the Atlanta community. She's been a part of the entertainment community, but she's also a creative and she's a beautiful human, a mom, an entrepreneur, a designer. I'm going to let her go into what she does, but I'm telling you, I've seen it firsthand up close and personal, and she's definitely going to give us a blueprint today. And I hope you're able to glean from her like I have watching her from afar and sometimes up close, what you can do to be the person that you were born to be. In spite of what you have to deal with, overcome, you are still going to come through on the other side. And it's great to have a live case study right here in the studio today. So please help me welcome my friend, Christina Johnson. Hi, April. Thanks for being here. (laughs) Thanks for having me. This is wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, So like I said, you're such an inspiration, you know. since your kids were like little and now they're adults and their parents, yes. I'm like, I'm so blown away. Time waits for nobody. No one. Okay. Yeah. So I kind of want you to kind of, first of all, just set the tone. I know okay. you, but share with uh, my audience, who is Christina Johnson? Wow. Okay. I'm a country girl from Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, I've been in Atlanta over 20 years now. Wow. Um, yeah. It's been a long time. Um, I am a lover of life. Mm-hmm. A spirit really enjoying this human experience. Um, I'm yeah. a seeker. Um, I love design. I'm a creative. Um, I also am a life coach. So I love helping women. Mm-hmm. I think because I grew up really in an abusive household and going through so many uh, tests and trials and uh, hardships, I have this love for people mm-hmm. and I love to see them happy. And I love to see them being loved. And I'm just one of those human beings that feel like you treat people the way you want to be treated. Right. And in doing that, you end up reflecting beautiful people and beautiful situations in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my biggest thing. I'm a a girl that loves loves everything, loves everyone. Right. Wonderful. Yeah. Yes. To whom yeah. much is given, much is required. Come on. So it's amazing because when I, the, it's so funny, the people that are like, have broken barriers mm-hmm. and smashed glass ceilings and, you know, just the people that people want to emulate yeah. have the roughest and the most mm-hmm. challenging stories Absolutely. coming up, you know, can you kind of share with us, take us back to little yes. Christina and wow. what, what life was like? For her before she even knew Mm. that she would become who you are today? Yes. Um, So I was born to a single mom, right? Who my dad didn't claim me when I was young as a baby. And so he wasn't in my life. I knew who he was. Mm -hmm. I would go spend weekends every now and again with his parents. So I knew who he was, but he wasn't active in my life at all. Mm -hmm. So I grew up with a stepdad who helped my mom raise me and they had a very turbulent relationship. So I've seen my stepdad pull guns on my mom and threatened to kill her right in front of me and my brothers. So it was a very fearful upbringing, very scary. We did have our good times. Don't get me wrong. I'm a country girl. So I fish and um, we stayed in church, Mm. which really grounded me. I think early on, I knew that no no matter what mistakes I made in my life, mm-hmm. God loved me anyway, and he was forgiving of those mistakes. And now as an adult, I feel like, are there really any mistakes if you're learning and growing oh, from them? Oh, that's good. That's um, really good. So, but as a young girl, I was very fearful. And then looking for love in the wrong places because of the absence of my dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, growing up, it was tough. Um, But like I said, it just made me the type of person that wanted to love everyone. Mm. I don't know how. It's just my heart, right? Mm -hmm. So I've always tried to teach as I learn and um, to be present for people. And like I said, I treat people the way I would want to be treated if it were me in whatever situation. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of a good mirror. Mm -hmm. Um, 
But also it took a lot of trial because then you call people in your life that emulate the definition of love that you had that wasn't so healthy. Mm. And you don't realize that until you've shared so much, you've put yourself out there and you get your heart broken. And that's very hard to deal with, but it doesn't stop me from loving, right? Right. Mm -hmm. It doesn't stop me from being a kind person and it doesn't stop me from uh, reflecting, you know, wanting reflections of that same love and reflecting love to other people. So tell us, okay, I love that. I love that. Thank you. And that's so powerful that you said the the state of we we attract who we are. Yes. People don't want to own that. Right. When they have somebody miserable or unhealthy in their life, they're like, I don't know where I don't know why they act like that. Mm-hmm. But it's a mirror, you yeah. know. And it takes us to a place that sometimes we have to face things that we don't necessarily want to face about ourselves. That's because right. I can't fix you. And it took it takes, I don't know if everybody ever even comes to that understanding mm-hmm. before they leave. But I pray that everybody has yes. an opportunity mm-hmm. to, because at the end of the day, I would hate for you to float on out of here, still in the river of denial. Still you the know? same. Still the same. So what were your first understandings of love? Mm. Well, growing up, like I said, it was very abusive. So I thought love was splitting everything 50-50. Mm-hmm. I thought that love was, well... If I do something wrong, you put your hands on me. That's Mm -hmm. normal. Um, I thought it was disrespect Mm -hmm. because that's what I saw. Um, I didn't Mm -hmm. really, I knew wrong from right. So as a child, I knew like I made promises to myself that if I ever get married and have children, I'm never going to allow them to see this type of behavior. But it's a learned behavior. It's not hereditary. It's like when you're seeing something every day, then you have, you take this into your soul. It's something in you that wants to be fed. And a lot of times you'll notice that when people are in abusive relationships, it's because they feel like they should be punished for something, even if it just means being born. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you don't know what that is until you're in it. And like you said, that's when you're like, okay, I have to figure out how to stop this cycle from happening. Because the last thing that I want is for my children Mm -hmm. to do the same thing, right? right? That's what's generational. That's what's passed down. That learned behavior. Like, this is what's accepting. Mm -hmm. This is how you get love because it's all that's out there. Yeah. And it's it's horrible. It's miserable. Mm -hmm. Um, So I wanted to make sure that I always live the example for my children. So that they can see I'm their first example of woman, right? right? Yeah. So I want to carry myself in a way that as they became women, I wanted them to carry themselves, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm my son's first example of woman. I want him to respect me like he would his wife. So I knew raising my son, I'm raising him to be a husband. Mm-hmm. I'm raising my girls to be a wife. I'm raising them to be powerful business people, whether they decide to be entrepreneurs or not. Mm-hmm. I was one. So when they were out of school, I took them to work with me, made sure that they could see my work ethic and what is mom doing when she's not here. So right. I started design over 20 years ago. I worked for Ludacris and they would come to his house and work with me, mm. you know, things like that. I would take them to work. I would have them work for me on their off break so that they could learn how to be self-sufficient right. and just know that when I'm away, it's not because I'm out here doing whatever. I'm really trying to build mm-hmm. a legacy, build, um, you know, generational wealth for them. Okay. So early on coming from, you know, you didn't have, you didn't have that blueprint. You had what you thought you believed was, Mm -hmm. you know, and you knew how it made you feel, but you initially, I mean, you're not, we're not born to have control over that. That's right. So where was that aha moment when you had to, you found yourself maybe in Mm. the situation or in something like, okay, this is not, this doesn't feel good to me. I know this is not what I want. Take us back to early like relationships or early, Mm. you know, Um, Love relationships or family relationships. Mm -hmm. When did you have your moment where you were like, okay, I have to take evaluation here and figure out what I need to do for me? And I feel like, I really feel like there's been several moments, right? Mm -hmm. So as you're growing up and you're in relationships with boyfriends, you're like, okay, what you just said didn't feel right to me. It Mm -hmm. reminded me of something, which Mm -hmm. is the childhood thing. So I would 
it would take me a long time to really be like, hey, you don't deserve this. You, you're not, you're doing the same thing that your mom did. And no disrespect to my mom. She did the best she could with her upbringing mm-hmm. and what she had. Um, and I'm writing a book and as I'm writing it, I'm almost in editing now. So as I was writing it, I started the book out from her point of view, right? Mm. Because sometimes we think because they're our parents, they're supposed to be perfect. And I remember like raising my kids saying, hey, P is for parent, not perfection, because I don't have that. (laughs) Right. Um, But just understanding that a lot of times we are the result of our upbringing and the Mm -hmm. things that we've been conditioned to believe and learn. Right. And I think coming up as a teenager, um, being in relationships, I started to see the patterns of what I had grown up seeing. Yeah. So those were the moments of, okay, I can't deal with this abuse. Um, people talking down to me. And I've always been the type of person for some reason that even with female relationships, it's always like, oh, girl, you too skinny. Oh, you this. And you're. it's always um, some type of envy or jealousy type spirit. But growing up in my house, it was there. Mm. Um, Even though you are a child, it's not far-fetched for your parents even to kind of look at you like, if you weren't born, I would have been this or I would have done that. You know what I mean? So a lot of my friendships and relationships reflected that because that's what I was accustomed to. Mm -hmm. To me, it looked like love, but it wasn't. And it took me a long time. But as I've grown, I've learned that, okay, you can't keep allowing these type of energies in your life. Mm -hmm. Um, And then learning to love yourself and put yourself first. That is... It's so hard for us givers. Oh, my God. Yes. It is so hard for us givers, but it's necessary. Absolutely. And so the love that I have for myself now and that I've always had for people, but not necessarily me. And Mm -hmm. it's like, well, how can you love other people if you don't know how to love you? But I just I also wanted something from those relationships. And that was to be the perfect daughter, sister, cousin, the best friend. I wanted to be the person that everybody loved because I grew up not feeling loved. I know they loved me, but they just really didn't know how mm-hmm. to express that, how to show that. Um, so now these relationships are coming into my life and they're looking like my past. Mm-hmm. So it took me a minute to really pay attention to that and say, okay, Christina, it starts with you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It starts with me and me loving myself. And so mm-hmm. I had to get to that place. Yeah. And now I'm there and it feels amazing. Oh my God. I can't, I, I'm with, I'm right there with you because yeah. it, I had to come to a realization that there's a difference in being loved mm-hmm. and being loved well. Ooh, you know? very good. Um, I, I know, I, I believe you love yeah. me with the capacity that, that you, you have, have to love me, right. but not nearly mm-hmm. the capacity for what I need. Mm-hmm. So or deserve. It, or deserve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And that's just not enough. That's right. That's not enough for me. So, mm-hmm. And it's okay. It's okay. This it's is okay. where you are. Yeah. You're absolutely where you're supposed, supposed to, be. to be. Right. It just isn't our time. And, mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you're just... not going to stunt my growth either. Come so on. I'm going to leave you right where you are. <laughs> let me go. On. Let me go over here and love myself well. So what really? are some of the early things you did to start loving Christina? Um, so I am a creator. I remember writing poetry. Mm-hmm. I would, I've been journaling since I was a little girl. Isn't that healing? And so it yeah. is. So journaling, I would say, is my number one, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned how to meditate early, like in, oh, at 21. Good. Early. Yes. That's good. So I love getting quiet because what I feel like is I was raised in a church. You pray, mm-hmm. you ask, you're requesting something of the most high. But you can't hear. Mm-hmm. Like in the Bible, it says he speaks in a small, still voice. Right. Well, if you constantly talking, mm-hmm. how are you hearing? So I think that's good. meditation has changed my life in the way of being still, being quiet, and hearing mm-hmm. my next direction. If my steps are ordered, I still need to know the order. You do. Right? I yeah. can't hear the order if mm-hmm. my mouth is moving. Mm-hmm. So meditation has been a big healer for me. I've done it all. Yoga, um, the way that I take care of my body Mm -hmm. even is important, right? Yeah. So I've been fasting since I was a little girl because I grew up in a small church in Charlotte. So it's like... I'm used to washing the saints' feet and... Okay. Was it Pentecostal? 
Huh, it was Church of God and Christ. Lord, Kojic. Okay. (laughs) So, you know, I grew up around that. We fasted a lot. So Mm -hmm. I've always been that girl to fast. Everybody Mm -hmm. knows that about me. I've done two 40-day, 40-night fasts on just water. Um, I'm fasting now. (laughs) This is crazy. But this is my 44th day of a juice. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not just a juice fast. Although I am making fresh juice. I started out doing a 30 day watermelon fast, right? Because I went to the doctor (laughs) that my EKG was abnormal. So my heart was having issues. How long ago was this? This was the beginning of April, April 3rd. Okay. This year. Okay. This year. So um, initially I was already off meat. I've been off meat next, next year will be a year. And I do that from time to time. I may not eat meat for four years and then yeah. I'll go back to eating it. Right. So I started the watermelon fast because watermelon has lycopene. It has mm. potassium and all these great healing, uh, vitamins and stuff in it. And mm-hmm. it's 92% water. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times high blood pressure and all that stuff comes from dehydration. Absolutely. And so I started doing watermelon for 30 days. Mm-hmm. I finished that. Um, I felt spiritually, okay, I'm going to go to grapes and then oranges. And today is my, I think I'm on my 12th or 13th day on grapes. 12 day. So it's been grapes four- only grapes only. So it's been 42 days, 30 on watermelon. I have had zero heart palpitations. That was normal for me. Zero. The cardiologist took me off my blood pressure medicine. I don't even have to take it because my blood pressure is lower than it's ever been. Like this morning I took it, it might've been 94 over 50 something. It's 120 over 80 is normal. But you were, and you were officially diagnosed hypertensive. Since I was 28, I'm 50. What? Yes, I'm 50 years old and I have had high blood pressure off and on since 28. So now I'm not taking any medication because just off the fruit by itself, Mm -hmm. right? And so I started last year with a, there's a guy, his name is Yaki Awakened. He is dope. Right. Mm -hmm. So I started on his herbs last year. But once they said, "Okay, it's your heart, I knew that, Okay, I need to attack this. So the watermelon has been healing me. I'm waiting for one more test to come back. Everything has been good. Wow. Um, Because I've been on this journey. So Mm -hmm. I've always been one to fast. That's also a healer for me. And during the fasting, some people fast to lose weight for me. And I've done that, too. I've done I've done juice fast and stuff like that to keep my weight down. But for me, the high of fasting, and I hate to say the high, and then but mm-hmm. the high of fasting for me is the clarity. Yeah. Okay. I can hear so clear. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we all have guardian angels that watch over us. Yeah, the absolutely. most high has our back. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we're so busy with our day-to-day work and making money. It's yes. so much more to life than that. Yes. Um, I wake up every morning and ask myself, what adventure do you want to have today? Mm-hmm. I'm an empty nester. I've taken care of children. I've raised my children. And now the, I'm helping. Did that. <laughs> okay. I'm helping yeah. with my five grandchildren. But it's like, okay, what do you want to do with this opportunity of life, this gift you have in this moment. Mm-hmm. So every day I wake up and it's like some days it might be scaling a waterfall or um, doing eight zip lines or traveling the world. The next day it might be, I'm just going to have a cup of chai, yeah. decaffeinated chai, and I'm going to stay in the bed today. And I'm designing. I love creativity. It's so, it's a, You're designing a your life too, though. I am. You're design- crazy. It's relative. You're designing your life. Yes. I want to really tap into what Ooh, you just good. said. I want to tap into what you just said about being high because I think it's a good thing. Okay. We, we associated it and made it synonymous with got a high, like yeah, a drug. like drugs. But that's right. what they're chasing. Yes. To them, they don't, the chaos of their life mm-hmm. and what they've dealt with yeah. has them chasing something to cloud it. Yes. Whereas if you do it in alignment mm-hmm. with your God-given purpose, yes. then you are getting high. You're getting closer to the most you high are. and it's clarity. It's mm. It's the flip mm-hmm. side. Yeah. So it really is the, it the is greatest high. high of all. Yes, it's it the is. greatest high of all. If you've ever had any kind of a spiritual encounter, yes. 
It's an out-of-body experience. It, it is. feels like a high. It is. Be- better than any shots of tequila or whatever Period. kind of cannabis that you want. Because it's just like, <laughs> I feel like I am yes. floating. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what people, when people are enlightened, yes. we're going to get into that too. Because I, I love, love it because that. I was raised in the church too. Mm-hmm. However, on this journey that I'm on, God is putting me in, this, in the presence of things that I was actually almost taught not to. Yes. Interact with or to understand. Yes. So let's get into it. Let's have the conversation. (laughs) Because in all honesty, based on in comparison to how we were raised Mm -hmm. and the limiting beliefs of the traditional religious models. And I'm not gonna just limit it to the black church because it's all of them. I mean it's Mormon, it's Jewish. I said it, I mean it, and I stand by it Mm -hmm. because it's confined and based on fear. You don't do it, then God's gonna get you. And that's how I've lived my life, you guys. Like I'm 50, and for the bulk of the 50, yeah. I have been so hard on myself yeah. thinking that God is angry with me right? for every little thing. I would make a decision, okay, I don't want this relationship anymore, and then I just crucify myself for it, knowing that this isn't healthy for me. Right. You have every right to leave. Every right. But in certain situations... You know, in the church, it's like, no, you're supposed to stay here to death do you part. I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't get out of the bed, I think, for two weeks at one time during my divorce, just feeling like God was angry with me, that I'm going to be damned to hell because, like you're I failure. Left, because I left a marriage that I no longer wanted to be a part of. And I do that. And well, I'm going to say I have done that for so many years being upset with myself for every little thing just because of the way that I was raised in the church. It's mm-hmm. like, if I have a glass of wine, oh God, like, yeah. and mm-hmm. I just remember one day, cause my mom is very much that girl. Like don't mm-hmm. wear red lipstick to church. Mm-hmm. Don't drink. Don't Told smoke. You, girl. Don't. Yeah. And it's like, I remember having dinner and her moves would shift. If I had, if I ordered a glass of wine, it's like my, if he came back right now, <laughs> And I had this. Do you think he's going to leave me? You know right. what I mean? Here, it's just, I don't, um, the understanding. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I've been broken open at this point. Mm-hmm. And God is giving me so much more and it's yeah. so much bigger than we even have any freaking right. idea of. We can't even imagine. It, it, it is a, we get closer but, to it. The, yes. When we, st- when we surrender. Yes. And we Put ourselves in the mm-hmm. position to really hear. Hear, oof. Hear. Yes. We get so close. We do. But then we tap in because I'm telling mm-hmm. you, the people that are the the people that are condemning, because it's not yeah. even conviction. It's a condemnation. It, it is a condemnation. It's so loud. Mm-hmm. I'm over here trying to hear God, and you ever talking about? But if you don't do this, and yep. if you don't do that, and oh, you can't, I can't be in the world, and and, and not and, and of, of it, the I, world. Like, is, yeah, you can't be. In you it, can be a, in it, but not, but of, not it. of it, right? And it's like, but you are the you are imperfect as well. Imperfect. And you are not living the way you're condemning mm-hmm. me to live. So yeah. why would I listen to you? That's why it's important. For me to develop my personal relationship personal. with mm-hmm. the higher Directly. power, with the Directly. creator, with the most high, because I can no longer go off of what people mm-hmm. say or do. Yeah. Like to be in this place of having my personal relationship, having my, I have a specific regimen that I do. You know what I mean? Every morning and every night I get on my knees. I do reverence the most high. I do believe there is a higher power greater than myself. And I show reverence to him by getting on my knees and praying. I meditate from 30 minutes to an hour and 30 minutes. It just depends. Mm -hmm. I do this morning and night. I journal. It's been with me since I was little. It's embedded in me. I have a life journal. That's what I call it. I put my blood pressure, what I ate that day, what I drank. And then I have my journal journal where I talk about what happened, what my feelings are, because I am the type of person that might be like, hey, we can't, I'm not, I'm not happy here anymore. We can't be friends or we can't have this relationship. But I'm also the type of person that gets up the next morning. I'm going to decorate a a mansion. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm going to work on a medical center. I don't have to think about that. But now I'm learning. You have to sit in your stuff. You do. You have to deal with it. Deal Mm -hmm. with that pain. Yeah. Deal with that anguish. Deal with being pissed off. Yeah. It's a real thing. It's okay. It's okay. 
but deal with it though. So I write about the way that I feel, how something made me feel, how I reacted to it, how I could show up differently next time. I do that in my meditation. If I see something I did that day, I'll breathe it in. How, if this happened again, would I have acted differently? You know, and then I'll do maybe next time, subconsciously, it'll just be my next thought to do, right? right. But be okay with the fact that we're going to be imperfect. Mm -hmm. And it's still all right. Mm -hmm. You're still fine, right? Yeah. Um, just do something different next time. We are our biggest critics, hardest on ourselves, mm -hmm. the most unkind to ourselves. Mm -hmm. And it has to stop. Yeah. And when you don't do anything about it, you start to mirror that too. Yes. And you become that person who's the judgmental person because you were judged and the bully Absolutely. because you were bullied or that, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And, and mm -hmm. it's hurt people, hurt people. Yeah. And then it's, as soon as, and the, they hurt because as soon mm -hmm. as you call people out on their stuff. Yeah. Tear, the eyes well up or they yeah. get you know what I'm saying it's like a hit dog will holler oh yep. okay so I, I hit a nerve that's right so you genuinely are but if, if we stopped mm -hmm. and put pride aside yes. and just stayed in that moment and yeah. said God what are you trying to teach me here what are you trying to teach me here because I have those moments and I'll go well you know I have to control everything because mm -hmm. I feel like you know because oh, I, yes, I've, I've come to find girl. out about my family and you know mm -hmm. this secret adoption and all the stuff that goes mm -hmm. on with me I had no control over my first year of life. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like now I must control everything else for the rest of it. That, yep. And that's not, Ooh. God was like snatching me back like, no, you don't. No. You don't even need that burden. Relinquish control. control that's right. been one of the greatest lessons that I've learned yeah. because I've always been like, I don't even, I fly, I travel. I'm never letting any fear defeat me, but I'm telling you, I would feel better flying the plane than sitting on it. That's mm -hmm. how much control I needed to Absolutely. have. Right? Yeah. Like, oh, I can't stand this. I wish I was a pilot. Um, and then <laughs> raising my kids, I started to see it don't matter how great a mom you think you are, mm -hmm. what you give them, what you open their lives up to, they're going to do what they want to do. Absolutely. And they're going to do what you do and not what you say. Absolutely. So one, I can only live the example. Secondly, I have to trust the creator who gifted these children to mm -hmm. me. Right. And I have to give them what I have, but allow them to be. So mm -hmm. I had to learn to relinquish control. And I think the parenting thing is what gave me the, okay, now, you know, mm -hmm. it ain't working. Right. You crying and fussing and doing all this mm -hmm. and honey, they still going to find a way. Yeah. To live their life. To Keyword, do it how they want to do it. You are an amazing Keyword, vessel, the kinds life. of it, but it's their life. Yes. And some people, and then and when you don't heal, think about mm -hmm. the parents. That's why I love hearing about this. Um, it's, it's trending now, this conscious parenting, mm -hmm. being conscious of the yes. fact of you you have three children. Yeah. They're all different. Mm, so all you can, different. what applies to this one will Does not work not. for that one. Oof, tell so me being about conscious it. to it yes. and not losing yourself in them, but giving them, giving them grace to be themselves. Yes. It's so powerful because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, what you've instilled in them will come to light. It will. But not when you want it to. No. It'll be when it, oh, when they're on the playground and this person says this, or when they're in that first relationship and he mm -hmm. says something crazy and you're like, uh-uh. You know what I'm saying? No, like, no, yeah, that's not like, okay. Nah, they, they, then they hear your still it. small voice because you, you know, yes. so you have to trust that. That's a, mm -hmm, that's a faith mm -hmm. walk in and of itself. As Oof. soon as you bring a human being into the world, that's Okay, guys. Okay. Because otherwise, I mean, helicopter parenting is unhealthy parenting. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you lose sight of you. And mm -hmm. when they go, and they're going to go on about their business. Now, yeah. what if 20 years into it, after they're an adult, what, what, what do you have? Right. What, now you're looking for yourself, mm -hmm. you know? So it's just being meditative. Yes. It's being faithful. Mm -hmm. It's being conscious. Being very conscious. Very conscious yes. of who we are, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and we can stop delaying stuff, don't you think? Absolutely. Like, That's what I want to say. I mean, even with my kids, I'm like, if you get this at 19, yeah. well, now they're older. But I just remember saying, oh, my God, you're going to be a beast with it. Yes. Because it took me forever to figure it out. And mm -hmm. I had to figure out a lot of it on my own. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you're able to get meditation, if you're able to quiet your spirit in whatever way, meditation may not work for some people in the same way. Right. You know what I mean? Like sitting by the ocean may be your way of meditating, just mm -hmm. being quiet and listening to the ocean or sitting in Indian style may be your way. Listening to soft music or guided meditation may be your way. But if you find a way to really find 
the core of who you are at this moment because oh we're God. constantly growing. Yeah. So when people are like, I'm trying to find myself, well, I may be somebody different in the next couple of years. I don't exactly. know. Then I'll be doing it again. But this mm-hmm. is a journey. This is who I am today. Yes. This is who I am today. And be okay in with September that. September 2023, yes. this is who I am. Mm-hmm. Now, next month, I after know. I've overcome this or I've accomplished that Absolutely. or I've cut this off mm-hmm. or I've accepted this call... Then I could be a whole different totally person. Totally different person. And that's the joy of don't you think that's, that's the joy the of living bomb part of life. And I'm so like every every kid, every young person, every mentee, every intern, every mm-hmm. person that I have the this undersound of my voice when I'm around, I try to be that. I try Ooh, to you know, I'll just turn on a podcast or something, yeah. or I'll just, you know, send them something in their DM, or I'll just, mm-hmm. you know. I, I feel like we have an obligation to do that That's because, right. at, you know, there was no podcasting and YouTubing when I was younger. Yes. So I just had to listen to some half time people that didn't know what they were talking about. Yes. And a lot of it was trial and error. Yes. So if I had the opportunity to really be exposed to these kind of modalities and, mm. you know, and I'm thinking and thinking, not thinking that the only way to spirituality or spiritual growth is in church. That's right. Because that's that may be one of the ways one for some, ways. but it's yeah. definitely not the only, only way. way. That is not the only it's way. It's not. And we have to be mindful, too, of the stories that we're telling ourselves. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times the conditioning comes from our own minds. Right. Right? What are you telling yourself about yourself? Mm-hmm. And is it well? Mm-hmm. Right? Is right. it good? Because a lot of times we're saying, oh, I'm not skinny enough. I'm not, I don't have enough weight on me. I remember being a kid trying to gain thighs and butt. You know, taking different supplement, herbal supplements to try to gain weight. Mm-hmm. Like, so we have to be mindful that the words that we speak over ourselves, child, I'm a hot mess. Like, mm-hmm. I look a hot mess. Like, I, I, mm-hmm. yes, I'm always saying, I know I look crazy. It's a, and it. we're so used to yeah. it, we don't even hear it anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to be mindful that the stories that we t- we tell ourselves aren't always true. Mm-hmm. And also, it is conditioning us to be a certain way. So what are you saying? Yeah. What are you really saying to yourself? I am love. I am mm-hmm. kindness. I am good. Affirmations. Affirm yes. yourself. Like for yourself. real. And feel the feeling behind it because you can say the words. Yeah. But if the vibration behind those words mm-hmm. are not there, right. it doesn't do anything. Nothing. Right? Just you falling. really have to know. Like, mm-hmm. I remember the other day I was going to an event and I didn't have, I was supposed to wear a fascinator. And I was like, I don't have one. The one I had, I was gifted and something happened to it. So I'm like, I'm going to just wear an ear cuff. And then that old voice was coming out like, oh, everybody's going to be staring at you because you don't have this on. And I just remember saying, you got it going on. Mm -hmm. Like, you're beautiful. And mm-hmm. the fact that you're showing up is enough. Yeah. And your improvise will be fine. Right. Mm-hmm. So I just remember being like, I love myself and I don't really care what anybody thinks. Mm. How Do you is know that? how powerful? That's do y'all know how powerful uh, that is? You know, people have been in therapy for 15 years trying to get to that. Getting to that. Yeah. I truly love who I, I am. am. Right. I don't apologize for being who I am. Mm-hmm. I love myself. Mm-hmm. And that's enough. That's enough. It's enough. Yeah. And as soon as I came in, the guy was like, oh, I'm the general manager over. As soon as you walked in, I was like, oh, everything. And people were like coming to me because I have an accessory line. So they were like, where'd you get that? I was like, oh, here, take this QR code. You know, I know that's send right. it to me. You can get <laughs> yeah, it from absolutely. me. Um, and so I just remember feeling that feeling of, girl, you have come a long way from, you know, I'm not good enough. I don't love myself. I'm not worthy. I'm not, you know, all of these things to, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. As not long as you are, all. you are pleased with you, it's enough. That's enough. That's enough. It's enough. I'm, I'm so happy. happy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, girl. I had to stop. Oh, I'm like, I love life, y'all. I'm I like, love I'm, life. I'm like, I'm high right now. I'm telling you, it's <laughs> high so life. good. Yeah. Like, it's so good. It's such a good place to be. It feels. It's such a freeing place it's to be. So, it's priceless. I don't care. Like, of course we care about money. It keeps us comfortable. We yeah. can go put gas on our in our cars, go to work, do yeah. what we need to do, yeah. go play, whatever. You want to yeah. be able to buy yourself a nice dinner. Yeah. But when I tell you life is so much bigger than stuff, and Absolutely. yes, I'm going to have my 
you know, my yeah. accounts, my stocks, my stuff. You know, I'm going to be able to yeah. move when I want to move and how mm-hmm. I want to move. Yeah. But it doesn't take much it doesn't. to have a great uh-uh. life, you guys. It Mm-mm. does not take much. Yeah. Like, what you waiting on? Start living today. Yeah. And whatever that means at the point you're at, okay. Yeah. You don't have the most fancy car. That ain't why we're here anyway. Mm-hmm. To see who has the biggest car, the biggest house. I mean, the nicest car, the biggest house. We're here to enjoy this journey, yeah. to learn all that we can so we can take it back to the most high, to influence each other to live our best lives. So. Mm-hmm. What are you waiting on? Like, start now mm-hmm. with wherever you're at. You don't need I remember not having yeah. anything. I, I, okay, so for instance, I love my my rituals, my regimens, so to speak. So I've always had this little table I bought from Pier 1 back when I lived in North Carolina that had to be 30-something years ago, right? And I would put it in a corner of my apartments, and mm-hmm. it would be my little prayer area. And then I remember having a whole room for prayer and mm-hmm. in my home that yeah. was paid for, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, look how far God has brought me from food stamps to welfare, to being a single mom of two girls, to being on subsidized housing, mm-hmm. to now owning a home flat out that I can put a whole room to pray in. in. And Just extra room. I, so I always mm-hmm. want people to know like, Enjoy where you are. Stop always looking for the next, because it don't matter. You're going to get it. It's going to be a desire higher than that. Stop looking for the next thing. And sometimes, every time, when you just stay in a state of gratitude for what you have, that lets the creator know that he can give you more. I can trust you with more. I'm telling you. But be grateful. Be grateful. Gratitude is everything. It's it's literally saved my life. I almost died from Graves' disease. I got diagnosed in 09. Wow. The doctor was like, you're the sickest patient I've ever had. And he told me how I was going to die. He was like, your thyroid is overactive. Now my kidneys have started failing because the right, the I had tumors so big that the tumor set on my right kidney, it started to shrink. And my left kidney overcompensated and started to get bigger. He's like, you're going to have kidney failure. You're going to have to, we're going to have to operate. You're mm-hmm. going to go into cardiac arrest and die on the table. Because because your thyroid is so off, you're not going to, and your heart is beating too fast, you're not going to be able to survive. And I just remember God had already told me, you're going to go through some things, stand on my promises. And I remember I was listening to Ricky Smiley one morning. He used to do these inspirational things in the yeah. morning with mm-hmm. Pastor Haynes. And I grew up in a small church, so they would speak in tongues. Somebody across the church would interpret the tongues. I've never been able to interpret no tongues. I was in the car that morning, Mm -hmm. started praying, started speaking in tongues, and I heard God say, um, no matter how bad it gets, stand on my promises. So Mm -hmm. I'm running out the doctor's office this day. I'm in the car crying like this man has told me. I'm the sickest patient. I'm going to die. This is how I'm going to die. What am I going to do? I got to leave my kids. Well. And I heard, just as clear as I'm talking to you, mm-hmm. I heard God say, are you going to listen to the word of man or are you going to stand on my promises? Mm. And it took me back to that morning with Ricky Smiley. And I remember saying, oh, my God, I'm going to stand on your promises. From that day, I used to have these thyroid storms. So you would get oh, fevers yeah, of like those, 104, yeah. 105. I couldn't walk, debilitating. I was this big. I had already lost all this weight. All the bones in my back were showing. I was dying. And I remember just, I started saying thank you. Mm. I just started saying thank you. I kept saying thank you until I was healed. Right? Until I was saying thank you for my healing. Yes. Because gratitude is such a powerful tool. We have no idea how powerful gratitude is. And I just remember saying, God, I thank you. Even if I leave them, I know it's a purpose in that. Because mm-hmm. I would be so afraid to take a nap. Because I'm like, okay, am I going to wake up this time? Fear once I again so little, shows up. Fear. Mm-hmm. And I just kept saying, thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. Until I remember one day saying, thank you for my healing, God. Mm-hmm. I would be in the gym jumping up and down. In t- I go to Effect Fitness. It's so intense, y'all. Oh, it's the best I gym in Atlanta. I see him. Girl, I would be in there jumping in tears because I remember the time where I could not walk myself to the restroom. 
my nine-year-old son trying to help me to the restroom. And I just am so grateful for life, for every heartbeat is so precious to me. We take this stuff for granted. You guys don't. Don't do it. Every breath you get is an opportunity. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like to do things better than you did yesterday, to make a better life for yourself than you did yesterday. You don't have to take negativity, abuse, people that don't really love you. You can start over and be fine. Absolutely. And I've learned that multiple times, whether it's through my health, my marriage, you know, relationship, friendship, family, family relationship, whatever. You can start brand new today and get exactly what you want and deserve and need and need and need. You can have it all. I don't but care you have to what believe you believe. You said the man believe it. Once you believe it, it's, it's one thing saying it. Yes. But when you believe it, where it permeates every cell in your body, I, there's no way your body can't react. And to there's that. no way you're not gonna get what you believe, honey. Exactly. It's just no way. Exactly. Just like all that negativity manifests mm -hmm. itself in the body as well. It does. So either you're gonna get that diagnosis, oh. or you're gonna get the diagnosis of healing because of what you believe. And gratitude and, is like the greatest prescription. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh, that was good. Yeah. And you know what? When you said that about, um, what did you just say about getting what you believe? And because, oh, because the tumor was an outward expression mm -hmm. of all the pain. Yeah. That was that tumor when I saw the picture, because she was like, I almost had to cut you in an anchor. It was too big. Wow. It was huge. She took a picture of it. And I said, that is a big ball of disappointment, mm -hmm. anger. Being, you know, someone stabbing me in the back hurt um, and just being feeling like a failure, like everything balled up into this growth. So mm -hmm. the body will manifest. Yes, it will. Because everything has an emotional tie. Everything. Everything. Louise Hay. Who oh, I, ah, my Louise Hay. Hay. One of my favorites. When I say that, that, I mean, when I say that. Yeah. Tapping into the understanding of why, because even with my breast cancer diagnosis, mm -hmm. my naturopath, we had a whole, I had a whole aha in that, that, the, you, yes. that it was the left breast right behind the heart rooted in unforgiveness. Oh my God. But guess who? I wasn't forgiving me. Yeah. You know? This starts I, with start with me. It wasn't forgiving me. It starts you were, I allowed us. her to deal with that. I allowed her to experience that. Yes. I allowed her to take on whatever was going on with my birth mom and, I, yes. and, and without subconsciously mm -hmm. even sometimes like cause you say a lot out of your mouth in a conscious state but what do you really believe what at a you? subconscious level what do you really believe this is too good hey, and that's what's right. manifesting that's what's manifesting so I'm gonna go deeper you know what I'm saying and I, and I do and that's mm. why I applaud the people that are really doing the work of God in these churches yes. because at the end of the day the desire is to usher you into a greater really relationship is. with God to get mm -hmm. you free mm -hmm. but anything rooted in fear I'm coming against you yeah yeah with all the boldness I don't believe because God no, shows up in fear not at all not negativity at all. anything that's why when they say ego means edging God out uh, truly mm, truly anything mm -hmm. that's not of goodness he's not in right absolutely not so that should be your number one love. Is mm -hmm. the that's love is the number one thing. Yeah. Period. That's it. I'm that's so it. proud of you and I'm so happy. This was awesome. I'm so proud of you. Like we could talk for days okay. because as a I know I'm a healer. You know you're a seeker. Mm -hmm. You know that. We know it and we've been our own I guess, case study in yes. that sense that we've seen ourselves come through being so close. Yes. Like when I was in chemotherapy, it was like I had a choice. Either I was going to the bathroom, mm -hmm. I was going to get water from the refrigerator. It's not, uh -huh. I didn't have enough energy to do both. Both, okay. So to for God, they said it's the closest to getting to death without being actually dead. Yes. And for you to say that you didn't want to go to sleep because it's like, well, what is it my life? Have yeah. I done everything I need to do before yes, I take this nap? I promise you. Because I talk to everybody. Yeah. But I think I think all of that is purposed. Yeah. In the work that we're supposed to be to doing. Do. Yes. The work that God is trusting us with. That what he's saying in that meditative state. Yes. You know, even this podcast, you know yeah. what I'm saying? People say, well, you can't get in there and just talk about blah, blah, blah. Who says? Who's but, exactly. You can't just talk about it. Yes, I can. Yeah, you and can I, talk and about it. And will. And, and did. Because, yes, exactly. I, <laughs> you know, because if you have a direct line to God, who's my executive producer, you can't tell me what yes, I can and cannot talk period. about. Oh, and I just I felt it. like, you know, put the platform there. 
And those that will come will come. It will resonate mm-hmm. with them. And the yes, the mm-hmm. ones that are meant to hear mm-hmm. it, they're going to yeah. be an audience. Then they're going to tell their yeah. friends and family. Exactly. And everything is purpose. purpose and it's very very important because you have the you have the salacious platforms. Yes. Go ahead, y'all. Just keep us keep the pettiness going. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we need some balance in this Period. world. You know, I just care about Ooh. the the world that we're building for the ones we love. You know, the kids and the nieces yes. and the, the grandkids and the, right. and the friends. And I just refuse to believe that the world is going to go to hell in a handbasket and we don't have to show up and do anything about it. Very true. I don't so. believe that either. That's why when I did television, I thought about like I had gotten offered eight shows. You know, yeah. married to a celebrity. That kind of stuff just comes through, right? Yeah. But I remember when Atlanta Exes came through, I was like, I have the opportunity to be the face of domestic violence. I grew up around abuse. I'm, you know, be the face of, well, I don't like to say be the face of any type of illness, but I had graves, Mm -hmm. right? So I wanted to bring awareness, Mm -hmm. right? So, and I could be 100% myself. But one of the biggest things were everybody's daughter is my daughter, Mm -hmm. and my kids are watching. Mm-hmm. The way that I carry myself would be in a way that they can be proud mm-hmm. of, period. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Like, we live the example not by just what we say, but how we actually move, right? So everything I do is always thinking about everybody else's yeah. children as my own, you that's know? Good. So that's important to me. Yeah, and that's a huge responsibility. I'm, it is. I want to thank you for, on their behalf. Oh, for, you're welcome. For saying yes, yes. <laughs> and being there. And it's easy when it's genuinely you. I don't yeah. know how to do nobody else. Mm-hmm. I don't desire to. Yeah, a I lot can't. of times people want that mm-hmm. end. They want the, I want to be April Love. I want to sit in her seat. I want to host my own thing. I want to, mm-hmm. I mean, you've been doing so much from management to PR to everything over the years. It's like, People want the after, but mm-hmm. they don't want that journey it took mm-hmm. to get to mm-hmm. where you are. You understand? Mm-hmm. So just they understanding. They want to skip to the front of the line. <laughs> no. Just understanding no. No. that, um, yeah, like you should just desire to be you. Desire to do you. Whatever that means. you. Unapologetically oh, you. Because, honey, you will realize you have so much within you. Yeah that you haven't even tapped into yet because you're so busy worried about what this person is doing. Right. And social media has a lot to do with that because we yeah. only get to see, you know, the um, the clips yeah. of what's going on, yeah. the snapshots of somebody's life. Absolutely. It takes a bold person. I heard you and Tamika talking about it to get online and really cry and, mm-hmm. you know, talk about stuff that they've been through. Yeah, transparency. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, but... Truly, do not let social media have your head messed up. Mm-mm. You don't know what that person did to get these trips or to drive this car. <laughs> right, exactly. While you're, you know, what is the word in the Bible? It says you're not supposed to, um, you don't want anybody else's life. I'll covet. Right, covet. Mm-hmm. While you're coveting someone else's life, you're missing out on yours. Exactly. It's passing you by. Period. Yeah. What Imposter it looks syndrome like, is real. Okay. And you know, being in the business, <laughs> yeah. it can look one way to the world and you get behind closed doors. It is yeah, no it's like the Wizard of Oz. It's like, what now? What? What? <laughs> so I'm so excited because yeah. my book is coming next oh, yeah. year. I'm excited about, about that. Um, coming up for you. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. it's coming next year. I'm sure it's going to be second quarter now. It was such a labor of love and scary as mm-hmm. crap. Mm-hmm. Because when you, when the people close to you have been your greatest teachers, and I say that because the ones who have given me the hardest time mm-hmm. and I've been through the worst things with, I mm-hmm. feel like are my greatest teachers. They pushed me to the point of greatness. Right. Right. Even mm-hmm. though the situations weren't favorable. They served their purpose. Um, they did serve their purpose. So mm-hmm. this book is like, who's going to hate me? You know, like... Uh, is my mom going to be bad at me? And that's why I started it out on some, okay, from my point of view, this is how I look at the things that she had been through. Right. Had I been through that, I don't know that I wouldn't have been, you know, mm-hmm. a certain way. Right. Um. So the book is coming. I also have an accessory line because I believe queens love to be adored, but we also love to be adorned. Adorned, yes. I knew that. And so I got yes. some cool pieces. It's called Jamila Jahari, which is um, Swahili for beautiful jewels. 
And I'm an interior designer. My company, our company, because I have a business partner, Felia Carter, is called Design My Investment. And mm-hmm. so we design from commercial mm-hmm. to new builds. Right now we're working on a medical center, a brand new uh, new build mm-hmm. and a NBA players home. We we can't even really take many and, clients. Yeah, now. and the work is incredible. I see Thank you. you. I see your page. <laughs> Thank I see your you. page. And I do life coaching. And that's nice. my that's my life. Like my home is my first ministry. So you stop mm-hmm. my kids on the street, you don't see them acting right. Cause they've been <laughs> they've been raised, you right. know? So um I can only go out into the world and share mm-hmm. my wisdom because I've, you know, I've started with my own home. So Absolutely. like that's what I do. Um, and it's part of who I am because my coaching is my heart's work. I love being creative. That's also what I love. But my heart's work mm-hmm. is helping people to live their best lives authentically for the first time for some. Mm-hmm. And again, for others, because we lose ourselves sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that's my life. Amazing. So how can people catch up with you? How can they... Yes. Seek you out for coaching, decorating, and <laughs> accessories. So yeah. Okay, so ChristinaSJohnson.com is my uh, site that I have my coaching. You can go on there and sign up for appointments. JamilaJahari.com, J-A-M-E-E-L-A-J-A-H-A-R-I.com is the accessory line. DesignMyInvestment.com is the design. So... That's all of my stuff, you guys. Um, and it's in real life. Some people are like, is she really that nice in person? Or And it's like, <laughs> yes. this is who I am, yes. right? So right. you're going to get that in whatever facet you decide to utilize mm-hmm. um, my gifts. It's just going to be authentically Chris. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Authentically Chris. Yes. Well, it has been my absolute pleasure. Oh, this is still like a therapy session. <laughs> I feel... <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it feel, it, I feel like I lost like five pounds Girl. sitting here having this conversation. This but, has been wonderful. Um, yes, I you come back anytime. I will. Come back anytime. I'll come back for my book. Yes, please that's gonna be do. So scary. Please I'm do. Like, I probably need you. Um, you are the epitome of transforming trauma into transformation. Like you are a new creation. Thank you. And I love it for you. I do. I love it for you. Thank you. And may God continue to bless you and multiply for you, Uh, protect your family, you and all of your endeavors because you deserve it. You earned it. Thank you. Thank you. You're worthy of it. Thank you. I'm worthy. And I That almost made me cry. Ah! Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Keep faith walking. I will. Well, this is good. This has been an amazing episode. I hope you were able to see yourself in our story, our conversation. Continue to share, continue to like, continue to just send this episode to somebody you care about and you want to see them transformed because that's what we're here to do. That's why we serve in the earth to be that blessing to one another. So until next time, I will see you on Google Play, iHeart, Spotify, Facebook, YouTube, wherever. You know how to find me. Ask April Love. Just breathe with April Love. And again, thank you, Christina Johnson. Until next time, family. Make sure you tap in with me on all my social media at Ask April Love and my website, theaskaprillovebrand.com.